Good morning, everyone. This is Greenville Miked, your favorite local podcast for all things happening in Greenville, including noteworthy news, restaurant reviews, events coming up this week, and more. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. All righty. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone survived the wacky weather that we had last week. I know. I feel like the forecast was thwarted like every single day. I did not know what to expect. I know. So weird. And I feel like everyone was predicting the hurricane to be such a big deal here. And we really got like, what, a couple hours of rain. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. But I think it's much worse when they say it won't be bad. And then it is. Yeah, that's true. But I also feel like if there's any chance of severe weather, meteorologists always say it's going to be bad. And maybe they have to. I don't know. Right. I don't know how that works. Well, I'm thankful because I know some parts of the country got some really bad weather. So thankful to not have it too bad here. Yeah, for sure. I do have one question for you before we get started into the news. What? What is one new development in Greenville that you're currently most excited about? Ooh, that is a good question. I think after reading about all the new developments this week, I'm going to have to go with Noodle Night, Mm. uh, which is a new restaurant coming to the Commons, and I am pretty excited about it. I know, and we're about to get into the new Commons tenants more in a second, but give us one teaser about why you're excited about Noodle Night. Oh, yes. So basically, you can build your own noodle dinner at Noodle Night. And I also feel like it is such a diverse option. And I could be wrong, but I don't think there's anything else like it in Greenville. There's definitely not anything like it at the Commons, obviously. Um, And it sounds like Chipotle for noodles. Mm. Also, noodle bars are just like all the rage in other cities. And so I think it's about time we got one. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever been to a noodle bar before, but that is pretty compelling, especially the Chipotle for noodles part. Definitely sounds like we need something like that in the Commons. Yeah, I don't know if it's exactly like Chipotle for noodles, but that's what I envision. That should Um, be their tagline. Yeah. What are you most excited about? Oh, you know, it's got to be the Peach Cobbler Factory. We're also going to talk about this as well, but literally a dessert restaurant that serves just a bunch of different cobblers. I just think there's no beating that. I mean, that does sound really good. We love a good cobbler. Yep. That's the goat of all desserts. All right, let's get into the news for this week, starting with an update on the Greenville Zoo's baby giraffe. Last week, we spoke about how voting for the baby giraffe's name was live. Well, the people have spoken. There were over 9,000 votes cast, and the name they chose was Blossom. Not Anne, sadly. (laughs) We pushed hard for Charlie in this voting, but you know what? The people have spoken. We're going to support Blossom. Of course, we have to respect the wishes of the people. However, I do think my suggestion of Talia would have been perfect. I know. Talia can be her nickname, even though it doesn't really have anything to do with Blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Anyways, I think it's cool the Greenville Zoo let us all vote on the name. I know. I think that's really cool. That's such a cool way to bring the people into the zoo and having connections with the zoo animals. I feel like we all kind of have a connection to Blossom now, you know? Yeah, we do. And that connection will never change. Exactly. Us and Blossom. (laughs) Next up, Moonlight Movies are back at Falls Park starting September 7th. If you haven't experienced one of these events before, they're pretty awesome. Movies will be shown Thursdays in September and October at dusk near the Falls Park stage. 
Uh, you'll be able to purchase food from local food trucks or bring some food from home. Uh, be sure to pack some chairs or a blanket. I would definitely suggest getting there early to snag a good seat. And also Greenville today had a great tip to pack a tarp and put it under your blanket just because the ground can be a little wet. Yeah, that is a good note. Or if you had a tent or like one of the the base layer things you put under your tent. Yeah. I can't even remember the name of it right now. It's pretty much like a tarp. Right. <laughs> um, I also feel like what makes this cooler than just a movie in the park is the food trucks. Like laying out and watching a movie with some hot street food just sounds amazing to me right now. It might just be because I'm hungry, but I'm definitely going to hit up some of these movie nights. Oh, for sure. That just sounds awesome in general. Um, I personally hope the pound cake man comes to some this fall. I think that would be awesome. Okay. That is exactly <laughs> who I was thinking of. No way. Oh, yeah. Liar. The pound cake man would be so good. <laughs> All right. Are you going to make it through this podcast or do you need to go get a snack? <laughs> no, I'm going to make it. Okay. I can make it to the end. Okay, good. Um, well, one thing to note is pets are sadly not allowed. So leave the dog at home and there's no glass bottles or smoking. But the first movie playing on September 7th is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. An absolute banger of a movie. Can't wait for that. And in further news, and on a sadder note, Fats Cafe is shutting down all 18 of its restaurants, including three we have right here in the upstate. It is currently unclear why the restaurants closed down. A sign on the door of its Elizabethton, I don't know how to pronounce that, Elizabethton, Tennessee. <laughs> probably not that way. Probably not that way. <laughs> Location said that all existing locations were closed permanently as of Wednesday. Okay, how crazy is that? I feel like a single restaurant might close suddenly without warning, but to close down 18 locations all at once with no notice? Yeah, I honestly think this story is kind of wild. Like, when does this ever happen? Could you imagine if like Chili's, like obviously Chili's doesn't have as, like has way more locations than Fats. For sure. But if they put one sign on like a restaurant in like Mississippi and then like all the other chilies were shut down. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure probably the other ones had signs on their doors too, but like, but like, I don't know. We're done. No notice. That's it. Right. Like, did they just tell all the staff one day? Like, Hey, y'all are all fired. We're out. Yeah. I feel like more info will come out about this at a later date, but right now it's just like, what, ha what happened? I know. And I feel like most of the time when you have chains like this, they get sold to some other company if things aren't going well or their financials aren't going well, you know? And so normally they just continually operate until ownership is taken over by some other company and it's like gradually flipped, but not like we're done. Right. It's over. I know. It's kind of sad. Um, I had actually never heard of Fats until I went to PC and that was one of the few restaurants in the area. And I honestly can't say I ever went but I heard the rolls were phenomenal. The rolls were phenomenal. My parents and I ate there the day they dropped me off for college before my freshman year. So What'd you like, get? What'd you order? I can't even remember what I ordered. I mean, it's like your typical American, kind of like O'Charlie's kind of food, yeah. you know? But it's just hard for me to believe that they closed down like that. So I was reading up, Fats was founded in 1988. What is that? 34 years? Yeah. And they had restaurants in Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. It was known for its calabash chicken, a lightly breaded version of traditional <laughs> fried chicken and other comfort foods. So very sad day for the upstate. 
That's actually 35 years, not 34 years. I was one off. Yeah, a very sad day indeed, but I've got some good news for us, and that is regarding the Peach Cobbler Factory. Great news. That is coming to the upstate. So you were talking about the Peach Cobbler Factory earlier as one of the developments you are most excited for. So a little bit more about them is they offer 12 different types of cobblers in addition to banana puddings, cinnamon rolls, shakes, and cookies. We have no further information exactly where they're going to be or when they're going to open, um, but they have a location in Spartanburg. So feel free to check that out. You could drive up there, see see how it is. I might. Literally everything you just said is amazing to me. I'm so excited. Cobbler is the superior dessert. It's hot. There's fruit for your health. It pairs supremely well with ice cream. There's different varieties. It's got that cake-like thick texture. Oh, do I need to say more? It's amazing. No, but I think the fruit for your health bit was a stretch. Yeah, but I'm just saying amongst the dessert landscape, you know, like, sure, people don't eat dessert for the health benefits, but I would say cobbler does have some nutritional value to boast about. (laughs) Okay, sure. Maybe compared to Oreo cheesecake, yes. There you go. That's exactly what I'm saying. We ourselves uh, make a pretty good slow cooker apple cobbler as well. Humble brag. Yeah, it's like the easiest recipe in the world, but it is phenomenal. Side note, if you go to Peach Cobbler Factory's website, it says they are coming soon to tons of cities throughout South Carolina. So even more reason for excitement. Also, that means that they're doing pretty well and people like their stuff. That's true. So there you go. All right, and last up for our news this week, which we already hinted at earlier, food tenants for the Commons 2.0 have been announced. This was originally reported by the Post and Courier. If you haven't been to the Commons in several months, there's been a lot of construction happening. They announced several months ago that they were beginning phase two and that 18 new tenants were coming to the Commons. The expansion is actually adding 9,000 square feet of space that will include retail, an adaptive rehabilitation and sports medicine facility, But most of all, it will include some food. So the Commons in Unity Park is such a great addition, and it just keeps getting better. So here's a list of those food spots. First off, we've got Indigo Kitchen, which is going to offer Indian street food. We've got LaRue at the Commons, which is dessert like cookies, ice cream, chocolate, brownies, cakes, all the good stuff. Uh, Then we've got Kuka Juice, which is smoothies and juices. Moo Hogs Craft Barbecue. Luna Pizzeria, uh, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, Noodle Night, which is noodles in various forms, ramen, pho or pho, carbonara, and build your own noodle option. So many good options. Okay, first things first, though. We originally, me and you, pitched the idea for a smoothie shop in the commons in our March 20th episode, which we called Recovery on Tap. Genius. Yep. Genius precursor to kuka basically we were saying that a smoothie sounds amazing after a long run or bike ride and apparently kuka juice was definitely listening to that we don't know for sure but we kind of know for sure (laughs) except our original idea was that all the smoothies and juices would be on tap which i still think is a really good idea so we'll have to see if they're gonna go all the way and do that but either way we deserve at least 10 percent of the credit for making this happen and 15% of the revenue. That that seems fair, honestly. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Also, secondly, the owner of Moo Hogs used to be the principal at Tanglewood Middle School. 
which I think is so cool. And you're going to love this. I've seen pictures of his brisket and it looks really good. Does it really? Man, okay. I love brisket. I used to be a barbecue hater. You did. Because I hated like shredded barbecue and like on buns and like the buns would get all soggy. But then Lewis has, Lewis barbecues converted me to brisket. And now I like literally cannot get enough. I know. I think it's so funny. It's been so fun to watch you transform. I'm like, give me all the brisket (laughs) like in the world. Like, oh, just I could go on and on. But I would say uh, Lewis is maybe one of the restaurants that you crave most on a monthly basis. I mean, their brisket and mac and cheese is just amazing. Yeah, such a great combo. Brisket really does transcend barbecue a little bit. It's just really tender, tasty meat. And you can't love meat and hate brisket. Amen. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to try it. Phase two is set to open spring or early summer 2024. So we're really not going to have to wait very long. Thank goodness. And up next, we're going to just keep talking about food because that's how this week is going so far. You're welcome. We've got our Eats and Treats segment where we review a Greenville restaurant that we've tried out on your behalf. Eats and Treats is brought to you by Common Pops, delicious frozen popsicles made with local ingredients right here in Greenville. Popsicles were originally invented by an 11-year-old named Frank Epperson in 1905, and after only 115 years, they were finally perfected by Common Pops. Check them out on Instagram at Common Pops and taste popsicle perfection at a cart near you. All right, so today is the inaugural first day of our Mexican and Southwest food-themed month, where we're taking a tour of some of the best Mexican restaurants around Greenville. Today, we're starting off with perhaps the most widely known amongst them all, White Duck Taco Shop. White Duck Taco Shop. They are very widely known and acclaimed and respected in the Greenville community. It's probably worth re-emphasizing that we're not necessarily reviewing only authentic Mexican restaurants, although we will be reviewing some, but we're throwing in any kind of Southwestern and Tex-Mex as well, just to give you guys a bigger picture of all the tacos and burritos in town. Yeah, you're welcome. White Duck has been around for a while. They have two locations in the upstate, the original in Hampton Station and the second over by the airport, GSP Airport. Uh, We've only ever been to the Hampton Station location, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Got to go with the OG. It's also worth noting that like many amazing restaurants in our area, like Hindo and Rockies and Sully's, White Duck got their start in Asheville and then expanded to Greenville in 2016. And as we've said before, we definitely appreciate our fellow Ville friends throwing us amazing restaurant expansions, and we will continue to gladly accept their tasty food offerings. Yes, gladly. To start, the vibe of White Duck Taco is very food hall-esque because it basically takes on the vibe of Hampton Station. It's just fun and loud and there's kids running around and lots of people eat outside. And it's counter service, which, as we said last week, is right up our alley. Definitely. We love counter service. And at this counter, you can order tacos galore. They have all kinds of fun tacos. Fish tacos, steak and cheese tacos, lamb tacos, pork belly tacos, shrimp tacos, tiki masala tacos, even a general so taco. I think there's really something for everyone, unless you don't like tacos. Yeah, you're definitely in trouble if you're a taco hater. Definitely. Okay, Tracy, what were your two 
What are your, in general, two favorites from White Duck since we've been there more than once? Yeah, so my two favorites are definitely the spicy buffalo chicken and the steak and cheese. I love buffalo hot sauce. Will knows I keep a bottle of Frank's Red on our dinner table almost every night because honestly, it does go with everything. Oh, for sure. I feel like you're always asking me to grab the Frank's Red. It really doesn't matter the food that's out there. No, (laughs) Frank's Red does not discriminate. (laughs) So, So the spicy buffalo chicken is a must. It comes with lettuce and pico and blue cheese sauce. So there's a nice balance of flavors and textures. And heat and coolness from the sauce. Um, Just an all-around amazing taco. And the steak and cheese is just a classic steak, cheese, pico, lettuce, a classic taco. I've said it before. I am a simple gal. And the steak and cheese is just a good simple taco. And I love that. Okay. So spicy buffalo chicken and steak and cheese. Those are your picks. Those are my picks. All right. Very good choices. I'm a little bit more on the adventurous side than you when it comes to food, although I wouldn't say there's anything super exotic on White Duck's menu. I do love fish tacos, so that would definitely be one of my faves. I was born in San Diego, and fish tacos are pretty big out there. (laughs) cannot. You lived in San Diego for literally not even a year. You lived there for like a year. When you were like from like zero to one. You always hate. Don't hate. It's not about where you're born. It's where you're from. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, okay? Don't be a hater. Anyways, I love fish tacos because I'm from California, and they're always a top pick for me. And then my second pick would be the Bangkok shrimp taco. I guess I'm just sticking to the seafood theme. But they are piled high with cucumber. They have a sesame glaze. So good. So those two would be mine. Bangkok shrimp and fish tacos. Yeah. I'm not, you know, super big on seafood, but that's the perk of such a diverse array of tacos. There's typically something for everyone. And tacos are about $4 and they're piled pretty high. So I think you could get away with with two if you weren't starving. Yeah. Or if you are hungrier, you could do three or four. Or you could start with two and then you could get two more, which is super easy because of counter service. Exactly. So I have a question for you. What taco do you think they're missing that they need to add to the menu? Ooh, that's hard because they've already hit so many different genres. They've got like Indian themed Chinese tacos, Greek, Mexican, Vietnamese, Thai, and different seafood options. I feel like maybe some sort of Italian taco. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you remember in iCarly where Carly's brother Spencer would make spaghetti tacos? Yes. And those gross me out so much. Are you serious? Yeah. I always wanted them growing up. Okay, I don't know about spaghetti, but what if it was like chicken parm with fresh tomatoes and garlic and like the melted cheese from like a baked pasta, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That could be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You should you should submit them to management, see what they say. I'm going to submit them to you first. I'm going to make you some. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. Anyways, White Duck Taco is a Greenville classic when it comes to tacos. They have, like I've said before, so many different types of tacos. They've got a kid-friendly, casual atmosphere. And afterwards, you could hop over to do some axe throwing or hit up Birds Fly South for a beer or play some cornhole on the lawn. I know. Definitely. Good vibes. Hampton Station is definitely awesome if you haven't been. And they also have an escape room, which might not be a great idea if you're pumped full of tacos and then you get pumped full of adrenaline trying to escape from some room. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of escape rooms, but I'd probably rather throw some axes. Yeah, a little more casual axe throwing going on. Burn off some of those tacos. 
All right, it's time to get into some events for your weekend. Yes, it is. All right, first up, Friday and Saturday, we've got the Upstate Renaissance Fair 2023 taking place in Greer City Park. This is the third Upstate Renaissance Fair with a medieval market, knights, wandering bards, dancers, and even a dragon who will greet you as you peruse tents filled with marvels and feast on delicious turkey legs. It is free and goes from 5 to 10 p.m. on Friday and 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday. I've been to a Renaissance Fair in Charlotte before, and I'll say it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'd definitely be down to go and get a turkey leg. Yeah, turkey legs are really good. I feel like it's basically just a bunch of comedians entertaining you while they're wearing medieval attire. Like they're always interacting with the crowd and making jokes and making fun of people they see. So <laughs> I just say, I don't, I don't want to be made fun of. Yeah, I don't know. They were making fun of me, but I thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> so definitely hit it up. I mean, it's free. So. Oh, for sure. Um, then Friday, we've got live music at Noma Square at 530. And Saturday and Sunday, we've got the Greenville Symphony Orchestra taking place. So their shows are at 7.30 on Saturday and 3 p.m. on Sunday at the Peace Center. And tickets start at $20. Okay, it's always been a dream of mine to see an orchestra. And I've never actually seen one live. And I really want to go to that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, let's go. All right. Let's do it. This is a good opportunity for me. Also on Saturday, we've got the Greenville City 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb. So this is taking place at Fleur Field, and it is an annual event that honors the firefighters and first responders who selflessly gave their lives on September 11th, 2001. This event is open to the public, not just for participants who want to do the stair climb, but also those who simply want to observe and show their support. Climbing participants must register in advance and will be climbing the equivalent of 110 stories of the World Trade Center. The opening ceremony starts at 8.30 and the climb begins at 9 a.m. Man, I cannot imagine if I'd be able to walk again after climbing that many stairs. But I feel like the idea is so cool just to give everybody a tiny bit of perspective. Yeah, I agree. I really appreciate these annual events to honor all those who have lost their lives on September 11th. It feels like two decades later, people are still super intentional about taking time every year to commemorate all the police and firefighters who gave their lives trying to save others. And I'm here for it. I love it. Yep, me too. And lastly, two more events for your Saturday. We've got farmer's markets all over town. Downtown Greenville, Traveler's Rest, Simpsonville, Fountain Inn. They start around 8, 8.30 and go until 12. And then we've got Wagon at the Water Park. Which we're definitely going to have to take Ruby to try to get over her fear of water. Yeah, we'll have to get her a life jacket first, probably. Probably. But We think her FOMO will overcome her fear of getting wet. We'll see. But Discovery Island Water Park is hosting a full day of swimming for your dog. There are multiple sessions depending on your dog's size. So session one and two are for larger dogs, 25 pounds and up. And it takes place from 9 a.m. to 1030 and then 1045 to 1215. And then small dogs and senior dogs get the water park from 1230 to 2. You must register online for this and it's $28. But side note, Otter Creek is hosting another one of these events on September 16th. And if you sign up for both, you get a deal. And I think this looks so cute. I know. I think one reason people love dogs so much is that they're maybe the most demonstrably happy animals in the world. Like, it is so obvious that the dogs this thing, I can just picture it, are going to be having the absolute best time in their lives. 
Like they could not be any more full to the brim with joy. Yeah, they actually had pictures of the dogs from the event last time. And there were like dogs with like life vests on and they just looked like they're having the best time. I know, what other animals do that? They yeah. just get that hype for the most simple things. I uh, love it. Dogs do get so excited over things. Ruby like loses her mind anytime we take her on a walk down the street. And you obviously rarely see that in people. I know, I wish we were more like dogs in that way. Let's try to be more like dogs from now on. All right. Greenville, be like dogs this week. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we've got for you. Advice, events, food, news, and otherwise. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please remember to follow this podcast and drop us a five-star review in whatever app you're using right now. And share this podcast with your dog, who will probably be so excited about it. He's bound to share it with more people than you ever could. Yep, that's our plan. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next Monday for the next Weekly Rundown. Cheers.